big Facebook man Posting lies about my life which no one else can Filters on my face to disguise my age So money that I don't have as good as on my page Why don't you cover on my teeth? It's called living a fake Facebook live dream Supposed to pick me deeply, but it's pizza and burgers for dinner. You know what I mean? A snapshot of vacations that I got no money to take. Since you own my sports car, you know that it's a fake. Got my balls loaded up with things that aren't even true. Pretending on Facebook is my thing. It's my thing too. Friends, which I've never done met. A pick of my lunch is what you're gonna get. I heard a post of your baby say it's one darn cute kid, but I lied 'cause it's ugly. That's called an online fib. I talk about success in my job and the pending promotion, but in reality it's a psych 'cause I got a demotion. See a pic of my family? Yeah, we're having a good time. Well, the joke's on you. We have not talked in eight months or nine. I'll tell you about the weather and the stuff you don't need to know. I'll fake a good illness so the sympathy will grow. I'll ask you to donate to my made-up cause and post selfies on the daily that ain't breaking no laws. So don't judge the life of the fake. Facebook man pretending to be happy like no one else can. All right, pal. It is Sunday, November the fourteenth. The snow is on the ground, and that means Christmas season, right? That's right. Christmas uh, officially got underway last night with uh, the 2021 Christmas Santa Claus Parade. And uh, a little bit more exciting because we didn't have one last year. So yeah. it was great to see everybody lighting the streets last night. And it was great to be a part of it with uh, our very first float with Kids and Clop Live. We had some fun last night. We will. And we're going to get into that. Uh, you know, we, we, we're going to chat with Stephen Becky first, but we're going to get into that. We have a lot of people to thank because it looked good. Not it, really thanks to but us. We so had we, we didn't have a hand in any of that. <laughs> we we, we, we kind of directed what was going on, but uh, there's yeah. a, a lot of stars behind the scenes. And again, we'll we'll go through them all uh, yeah. eventually during the show tonight. 
There you go. Yeah. So the yeah, we, we ate the that candy canes. That's all we did. <laughs> we did, right? We we. You, did you say you gave them away or you ate them? <laughs> well, I, I ate a few, but uh, we we gave it. away a bunch, and uh, we're also going to talk about that uh, next yeah. year. We're gonna we're gonna try to space out Klomp's uh, givingness. You, you, you can't tell the whole story right now. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I know we can. No. But I, I'm just saying, you gave away a lot more of your staff. Before right. we even hit uh, about 400 meters into the route last night. But anyhow, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit later. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Good no. <laughs> There's Selena saying hello. There's uh, Sarah J. Wing. Hello, Sarah J. Lori, yeah. She took a nice picture of our, our float last night. Uh, Lori, blockbuster uh, guy is there. Hello, Ronnie. Good evening from Janice. Hello, uh, Kinsman and Klomp. There's uh, Chad uh, Dabano. Amy saying hello. And uh, blockbuster says, I'm the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Barb says hello guys uh, Hi Barb always uh, always a pleasure Having so many people tune into the show It's, uh, it's great the love, uh, the love on the parade route uh, It just warms your heart That uh, you know, uh, you know a, lot of, a lot of people tune in It's great to see and hear And yeah. Janice says uh, I like Mark's background tonight But he, he looks pale today <laughs> No it, it, it could be my, my light's too bright Janice, but it's better than pink. I'd rather be pale than pink. There there's go. Mary Laneville, the star, one of the stars behind the decorations from our float last night. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have a a big thank you to Mary and Dave yeah. coming up shortly. Mary and Dave, uh, the Lanevilles. Yeah, that's right. So, but first, uh, you know, our good friends, uh, Stephen Becky are on from the Urban Farm. And I have to tell you right now, Kinsman, I actually have a lasagna in the oven I timed it right because it's going to be ready by the time the show ends. You, you, so, you, you hope it's going to be ready. Did you, did you look at the, the label? Now, if, you, if it's the one that I picked up last week for my boys, uh, one hour and 40 minutes. So when did you put it in? You, you don't cook a lasagna for an hour. What type of lasagna are you cooking for an hour and 40? How big is this lasagna? <laughs> it's it's one of the giant ones at, at the urban at farm. It? Hour and four, an hour and 40 minutes no. was the one that I put in there. Yeah. You're, you're cooking out of a what, 100 degrees then? <laughs> no. no, this is this is from Frozen. Yeah, you cook. Okay, is we're going to have You're from Thought okay. or Frozen? You know what? Anyhow, let's debate. bring the pros on there. They can yeah. probably decipher right. between their you don't, you don't know what you're talking about again. Hey, well, hey. I, I know exactly what I'm talking okay. about. How's it going, Steve and Becky? Do you cook a lasagna for an hour and 40 minutes? Well, from frozen, you may have to. <laughs> no way, no, 45 to 50, I would say. There you go. Well, you've got a super oven. <laughs> right. I followed the directions. The one I had from frozen from the urban farm, it, it said an hour and 40 minutes from the frozen state. I didn't thaw it. So, Mark, did it, did it turn out? It turned out amazing. And I just want to say my, my boys, since uh, having the urban farm lasagnas, they're not, uh, they're, they're very picky eaters. Anybody who has kids, uh, especially toddlers, uh, very picky eaters, but my boys love the urban farm lasagna. Yeah, it's so very that's, good. That's our go-to now. You know, uh, if you listen, Mark, if you burn your lasagna, you can't bring it back to the urban farm and say, I want to refund. Yeah, that's right. right? Can, I, can, I, can I exchange this for a, a fully cooked one? And I'll, I'll put this one back. You like the lasagna, you got to try the spaghetti. Just well, that's what I've been told. Uh, the spaghetti, like everything there, I, I picture I picture every meal I've tried and had through the urban yeah. farm. It's like uh, I picture my grandmother 
you know, cooking up, you know, everybody always says grandma cooks the best dishes. I, I picture like a thousand grandmothers out there doing all these dishes and uh, providing them to the urban farm. Yeah. We, we will show you the back. We will show you what's in the back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Grandma's in the back. <laughs> no, 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 no secrets revealed. We can't reveal it all yeah. here on the show. Yeah, you can never take the kid because, you, you know, you maybe if you know all their secrets, you're going to open up a store, the urban farmer right next door. It, it that's right. Well, I, I would say there are through the the screen before we uh, you know hopped onto the show here tonight i said there you go there, there's your next t-shirt the urban farmers and, uh, <laughs> yeah. there you go pal anyways well welcome to the, to the sunday show we appreciate it and we really wanted to talk about tonight because you know We've chatted a few times about what's currently going on with the urban farm, and, and we do want to hit on that. But it's been, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a great story to start from the beginning because there's so many people in the community that are passionate about starting a business, but um, you know are maybe a little bit scared or don't know where to start and are worried about some of the failures as you go along because you got to have some failures before you celebrate success we you know i i think it's an excellent idea because you're on a very successful run here you're you're growing the business there always seems to be new developments and i, I you know we know as running a business that's it's not an easy thing it doesn't happen overnight and you 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 know you can lose a lot of sleep a lot of stress it's a lot of time it's but it's something you're passionate about well worth it so thought it'd be an awesome topic so maybe we could start by like the like the idea of the business i know we touched on this before but it was just one day you said it's time for me to be my own boss is it is this how it all sort of came together yeah, yeah. Well, again, it was uh, the summertime. We were hanging out with the kids, um, just trying to, you know, um, teach them about where their food comes from and whatnot, visiting some local farms. Um, and we had a building that, again, Steve kind of wanted to do something with. So a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And out came the urban farm. Um, <laughs> and here we are today. I thought he was crazy. I really did. When he came home and said, we're doing this like full time. I was like, what? Yeah. No, nothing like jumping in head first, but uh, obviously if you, you both share the same passion, which you do, uh, you know, you're obviously going to, uh, you know, as they say, the sky's the limit. And, uh, you know, from, you know, I, I'm ashamed to say this. Uh, I was only introduced to the Urban Farm, your Crawford Street location. It was about two years ago. Someone said, you need to try the Urban Farm. And I went in there. I was looking for uh, sandwich buns. And yep. since then, this is truth. I this is I, I get my my uh, the dinner roll type buns. I use those mm -hmm. for sandwiches. My boys love them. I love them. And I've been continuously coming back ever since. And again, it took, you know, two years ago, I was introduced. And I'm a I'm a lifetime fan now. It's just amazing the products that uh, you know the urban farm and you guys carry. Yep. But let's go back to that story. So you want to start your own business, but one of the scary things are is that it's not like where you work for someone else and you get a paycheck guaranteed every two weeks or biweekly or monthly, whatever it may be. When you start your own business, it's really all dependent on yourself. So if you have a rough start or a rough month, your income could be a lot lower than you're used to. So it, it really is a bit of a, a leap of faith, right? You're passionate about it and you have a plan to succeed. But 
to anyone that's starting a business, that's one thing you worry about. So I would assume at the beginning you're thinking, okay, like can we financially manage this for a while? How is it going to be the first few months, the most difficult mm -hmm. months? And you know, and when you, of course, then when you're raising a family, that's extra pressure, right? Because people are dependent on you. So were a lot of those things going through your both your mind at the time? I don't think it was going through my mind. I think Becky like thought I was a little bit crazy to, to jump all in. Um, it, it was just a great opportunity. It was something that I had fallen in love with and uh, it, it just all worked itself out, you know, in September. So when, uh, when we opened the store in November. Um, in November, so, so of course we started this throughout the summer and met some midnight farmers, met some local farmers. Uh, you know, we just wanted to see if, if some of the farmers would want to work with us. Some did, some didn't take us seriously. So then, you, you know, it's almost like a, a fire, you know, saying I, I could do this, right? That they're not believing in me and, and stuff like that. So it's pretty neat. You know, you just got to go in all in uh, with your dream. Uh, Becky, yeah, I was a little bit worried because the financial situation. I, I said, hey, we got a few months in the bank account. And if it doesn't work, well, I'll just whatever, find another job at the mine or whatever. Right. And uh, but yeah, I think. Um, you just got to believe in yourself and believe in the dream, I think, yeah. is ultimately what has to happen. And uh, uh, you got to be ready for it financially, of course. I, I felt like we were. Uh, Becky likes a little bit more security uh, than, than, than what I would. But, yeah. you know, whatever it was, if it was uh, five, six, seven months in, we, you know, we definitely had that. And I felt like it was secure enough at that point for us to just jump all in, um, you know, and, and it paid off. But, of course, it's. It's, it, we had the building at the time. Uh, it was a nice project. We, we the main floor uh, was was pretty wide wide open by then. Eh? Yeah, it was completely yeah. wide open when we first purchased the building, and then we kind of just created mm -hmm. the urban farm out of it. We lived upstairs, like just it made sense to us, right? Yeah. Um, it was the perfect opportunity. Literally, it fell it fell into our laps. So, yeah. And 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 Steve, when you were speaking, you know, you, you you made a good point about building relationships. So I assume, you know, when you know it, it, you worry about the finances, you worry about the business plan. But Becky, I guess that's as equally as important because you got to build credibility, you got to build relationships, mm -hmm. especially when you're a new brand. So did mm -hmm. you really? I assume you gave a lot of thought about this is how we're going to start and prove ourselves to the people that we're going to depend upon to um, bring us the product to sell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I was driving around at the farms with with the kids and Becky on weekends. Uh, Becky was was full time at the school board then. Yep. Um, so, you know, for us, we still had income coming in that way. Uh, so we were still covering the bills, of course, that 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 always worked out. So so we had some backup there. Um, it, it was just a matter of of obviously, you know, for us anyways, watching, you know, no more camp, like no more big camper payment and so on and so forth. So, so we didn't have toys and we still don't have toys. We're still growing the business. So I think that was really important for us to, to know where we were going, right? When you're growing a business, uh, don't do the toys and, and really focus. And I, I was ready to, to pretty well work from, you know, seven in the morning, six in the morning till, till midnight, which, which we were doing then. We were Hands down, I was every working, single day. I would work at the school from 8 o'clock in the morning till 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I'd come home on my lunch and do some paperwork on my lunch. I'd walk back to the school. I'd do my finish the rest of my day. Then we'd get into the van at 4 o'clock. We'd run out to the farm <laughs> and get our stuff. It was, it was the explorer. It was, it was yeah. Like, honestly, those late nights, you have no idea. It's funny because now I'm, like, working full time for the store and, and yet, like, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. I'm like, how did I do that? I don't know. 
but yeah, we're still working hard. It's just, yes. you know, when you first start out, like expect to give a million hours because <laughs> <laughs> it's just, really, dude. But it, it, it is a lot of hours, but I find there's a difference between a lot of hours and a job that you sort of yes. like, and then something that you're very passionate about. hundred percent. Uh, a hundred percent. And creating those relationships were so important to us. And still to this very day, the very first farmer that believed in us and that gave us the, our chance at any of this, um, Steve and him are like very good friends. He's Mr. Bowman. Uh, he's the first Mennonite farmer that we dealt with. And he still to this day will take Steve aside. And whenever we kind of just need that, you know, like that boost of confidence or, or whatnot, he believes in us, I think, more than anyone I think we've ever met. Um, he just, he knows, he sees it with us and, and he's supporting us a million percent. He's, mm -hmm. he's been a true, true, true inspiration and a big part of the urban farm, huge part. So it's been really cool. Yeah, it, 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 it's really good to have those people that have a leap of faith. And another thing I find is important is that you be willing to accept you're wrong because you're new at it. So I probably like we've done this in our business, too, but I'm sure in your business, you might have had an idea. Maybe you had a discussion with uh, someone with marketing or, or one of the farmers and you go, this is my idea. And they go, well, no, hold on. This is sort of the wrong way. I've been doing this a long time. And you got to be willing to take that input. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just went for a meeting with uh, the board of directors for Countryside Market. And the way it works is there's 18 uh, Mennonites that are Mennonite families that put in money into the countryside market. Uh, so it's, it's a big partnership, I guess, is what how it's ran. And then what they do is it's, it's not for profit. So countryside market mm -hmm. brings all the product in from the farmers and they guarantee that they're going to buy that for the farmers. So I went there and just discussed, you know, is it a possibility for us to do similar within uh you know, with the urban farm here in Timmins, uh, get some crafters. So, you know, we're, we're really trying to market a year round farmer's market. Um, and, and, and it's actually coming along, you know, in the last few months, we're getting a lot of new vendors. So I wanted to get some, some input with these uh, Mennonite farmers. And of course, always welcome. We pretty well go every three months uh, and just discuss where we're going, uh, you know, how to get new people in, uh, you know, just might we have a difficult time with um, produce. How do these guys stick it out? And I you know how, how long to wait. And they're just very, very, very encouraging. And of course, the same thing with uh, Al Graham. You know, Al Graham has, has been really awesome with huge us too. And uh, huge, 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 huge help. So, you know, the farms, when we first started, of course, there's a lot of different people that are baking for us and that. Mm -hmm. But the farmers are, are really, truly an inspiration only because um, it's crop, right? So it's crop plays weather, the snow comes around, the sun doesn't, you know, shine, the everything. So when we discuss a lot of, uh, you know, ups and downs, it's mainly with farmers mm -hmm. only because they're dealing with a lot of issues all at once. Mm -hmm. So we're able to uh, ask them, you know, what's going on? How did you overcome that? What do you do to overcome problems? And uh, of course, one of the big things we're using the last couple of weeks is you've got to learn before you earn. And we're still very much in the in, in the learning process, but we feel within the next few months we're going to start really earning what what we've learned the last few years, right? Mm -hmm. So we're there. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And again, you you know, starting starting off, you know, with your store that was in, you know, South Porcupine, now the flagship store in Timmins, you're mm -hmm. branching off all over the place. And again, it's uh, the amazing network of the farmers and these storefronts that, you know, see the trust in you and uh, they put the trust in your product. And they know just by the name, the Urban Farm, it must make uh, it must make you smile knowing when people see your product. You know, I've seen, you know, even seeing it at the, the watershed when we were driving back and forth from... <laughs> You know, yeah. Aaron and back, we, we see your yeah. products there. We say, hey, look, Steve and Becky's, you know, products are there. It must make <laughs> you feel great knowing that your name, you know, resonates so well up here in the north. It really is something special, actually. Yeah. It, was, it was neat, actually. We did a really good run last week. Um, so we did we did do a Metogamy First Nation, big order there. And then we did uh, a smaller order for the watershed. And then um, Chaplow, yeah. right? Yeah, so so you know we're we're doing that run, which is really good, and we're opening up all the way down to Hillerbury and back on oh, wow. Thursdays, and then uh, we're hoping to do um, Hearst uh, probably after Christmas. We're just we're getting a little busy now, so Hearst all the way back. So last week there must have been I would say at least ten people that are watching our, our videos, and and you know Becky and myself, <laughs> and they come in yeah. and they recognize us and say you know it'd be really nice for these guys to come up to Hearst, and then of course we give them that news that. You know, we're looking at doing that after after the new year. Um, so we got some really cool things that, you know, we're not going to discuss too much, but that are happening. Uh, but really, 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 really cool things that are coming up that Beck and I are super excited about. And, of course, it's, it's about growth and patience. I don't have a lot of patience. Becky has a ton of patience, so she slows me down, and sometimes <laughs> get a little. <laughs> it's got to be in a good way. Yin and yang, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of these projects take a little longer than 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 I would like, but you know, ultimately they 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 generally come out a lot better because we we find our Becky finds that patience for me. <laughs> so no, it, it's been good. So we got a couple projects coming out, and yeah. um, really really looking forward to do, uh, sharing that with everyone. Absolutely. At, at what point did you decide, you know, we're, we're doing well in the Timmins community. We started, we're on a roll. We got a good business plan here. And then now's the time to expand. Did you give that some thought? Like me, I, I'm a very much, I'm an impatient person too, Steve. I mm -hmm. like to go at a hundred percent all the time. So to me, it'd be like expand. Yes. Right now. But obviously it's a business. <laughs> it's not a tree fortune building, right? There are consequences if you expand too fast. Mm -hmm. uh, but you must, at, at what point, like, were you thinking, mm -hmm. okay, for six months, 12 months, 18 months, and did you have a plan or just, you just sort of felt mm -hmm. it at that moment? I I think the, the the South End store was was a really good um, stepping stone. It was something that Becky knew that she said, "Steve, it, it's going to be a small store. It, it's probably not going to be something you're going to want to stick with." And I said, "No, I'm, I think I'm going to." And, and she she knew me more than myself, I guess, saying, "You're going to want to get a bigger store." And, and I think the store was was quite a bit small. And, and then when I wanted to open the Timmins store, um, and again, I'm learning to, to, mm -hmm. to listen maybe a little more, is Becky said, you're probably going to ca cannibalize South Porcupine. Um, and, and we did, because a lot of people go to Timmins from South Porcupine. And, and we noticed that earlier on, that we were seeing a lot of faces, and the faces were saying, hey, I'm going to be back at South Porcupine. But we weren't seeing those faces. And, and as long as they were coming to Timmins, we were happy. And, 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 that, and that's what happened. So our sales slowly started going down while our sales in Timmins were climbing up um so we had to make that choice and we were actually 
going to make that choice. I think it was last December. Mm-hmm. We waited it out, waited mm-hmm. it out, waited it out. And, and uh, we just really said, you know what, for Becky and I to uh, work together and, and it's, it's quite, it's a big star, you know, I mean, it's Becky and I with, with a few employees. Mm-hmm. So we decided that how do we expand? We have such a beautiful location out in Timmins um, and we have a big back area. And for me to just hang out at the store, I love it. I'm there most of the time, let's say 50% of the time, but I like to go out on the road and my challenge is to open up doors mm-hmm. and to uh, allow other communities to have this product. Mm-hmm. So at that point there, um, it's a challenge for me. I want to give the product and I want to have to have the meat and different things in different areas. So I get on the road and really we're still utilizing the same building to do that. We're still utilizing the same van. We're still utilizing the same Steve. Um, so it, the expense isn't any greater to open up these markets. If anything, there's a lot more to gain from it than there is to lose. So that's why we're, we're, we're kind of going out these markets. Yeah. It's smart and it, it is exciting. And, uh, you know, you, you folks make a great team, but you mentioned something else again, Steve, that, you know, it's also you guys can't be there 24-7. You don't want to be. You know, you have to have a good support staff. And if, if folks have been to the urban farm, they're going to know this. Uh, you have an excellent, you know, you, your employees are always so welcoming and very helpful and a pleasant smile and uh, welcome to the urban farm. The, the small things that go a long way. So I would assume when you're hiring someone to be part of the urban farm family, you look for more than just skills to do the job. You're looking for someone who has that welcoming personality. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And we've been really, really, really fortunate with anyone past, present, future that that has come and worked for us, honestly. Every person has been top notch. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, we've we've been really, really blessed. Um, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Um, you know we uh, we're so very grateful. The back does a lot. So we have you know see me out back. She's one of her full times. She puts a lot of uh, oh, stuff yeah. together. So anytime anything comes through the back, so the farmers, uh, any of the vendors that come through, any of the bakers that come through from Hollinger House or whatever it might be, you know, see me has to tag that she has to count it all so there's a lot of big work between her and jack that gets done so we have two full times in the back but mm-hmm. simi's our supervisor back there and she does a phenomenal job and then of course you know we have uh becky and myself mm-hmm. that are full-time so four full-time people and then we have all of our students that come in as well and then uh when uh, kylie Crisell was here she was full-time but she had to go back to college um so we're hoping to see her back and uh she was a real treat. She is yeah. super, super, super uh, higher in you. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. fun and always bubbly. No matter what, you, if you, if you, no matter what question you threw at her, she always had the answer. And even if she didn't have the answer, she's like, you know what? I don't have the answer, but let's go. You know, she would find the answer yeah. for you. That's, that's yeah. A lot, yeah. a lot of the girls. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's been really good. And then, so, like some of these girls, like we we hire. Are, are just phenomenal with with knowing what we're looking for and, and maybe it's just a training but i think you know we got to give it to them mm-hmm. they're, they're really passionate and and i think just you know trying to know where your food is from i think they really like that idea so they mm-hmm. continue that even after we're gone they want to know more about the mm-hmm. product and and they really find out so it's really neat like jamie marcott probably one of our, of our veterans now and she's yeah. been extremely awesome to becky and helping out becky and and as the months go by they just 
take on more, right? Oh yeah. It's, it's so amazing. Like, honestly, I'm at the point now where I'm like, Hey Jamie, can you do this? Can you do that? She's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm like, here you go off my plate on tears, on tears, right? It's great. It's good. It's really, yeah. yeah we're, we're blessed. And I would think too, because, um, Christmas is coming up. So a, a, anytime a season approaches Thanksgiving, Christmas, does your game plan sort of change in terms of what product you bring in? Do you staff more? Yeah. 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 So right now, right now between uh, end of October, beginning of December, it's like fundraiser time for us. Right. So we can kind of get that done with, with the limited amount of people that we have. Um, but your last two weeks of Christmas, yeah, it's it's all hands on deck. You bring back the students that have, you know, gone off to college. So Kennedy will be back. Kylie will be back. That sort of thing. All hands on deck those last two weeks. And we focus on our gift baskets. Last year, our gift baskets were mm -hmm. huge, yeah. huge hit. Mm -hmm. Gift baskets were really good. We, we actually had somebody full time just on doing gift baskets. Mm -hmm. And um but product, not so much, though, right? Because our preserves, our preserve sales go up dramatically. Like yeah. any sale, I think, in any store would go up at Christmas time. But I don't think we're focusing on a specific product, or, do, or we don't necessarily bring in more. I think the bakers will decide to do extra stuff, so we're not necessarily having to think about that. Mm -hmm. They kind of say, "Hey, this is what we could do for you. We're gonna, you know, add candy cane to whatever this chocolate bar yeah. we're making." And, and that's where, I mean, it's the whole team around us as well that comes up with awesome creative ideas. Mm -hmm. And and I think as we really kind of focus on the year-round farmer's market aspect of what we're doing, mm -hmm. um, we get a lot more help because obviously mm -hmm. as you're adding these people to your team, um, they're adding new ideas and they're really a part of the team. And, and uh, yeah, it's all about them really. Yeah, it really is because when, you know, people that – work for you have input into the business they're going to be more passionate about it That's and right. uh, senior so what so it's, so you can't get give away too many secrets but I, I guess there are new plans or some stuff to be revealed in the future where the urban farm is going are we able to peel any of these off what's the cliche here kinsman uh, you know, uh, maybe reveal a, a little bit a, a tease can you, can you give us a bit of a tease on some of these big ones yeah. Can you, well, say, you know, you, you're saying you're 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 up to Hearst soon. Can you say where you will be in Hearst, or is that still you know you, you can't let too much out there? Well, I think our team our team's going to grow. We have a yeah. couple really neat people that have a ton more experience than I do that approach that approached us that just want to you know they're retired they've 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 done a lot and we we actually met some, some other. Uh, young guy that came in from Toronto who wants to do a few things with us. So that, and they have a ton of knowledge in this and I think it's going to help us just go to where we want to go. So grow the store mm -hmm. and then also grow where Steve wants to grow, which is yeah. kind of like the wholesale. So we actually are dropping off at Hilltop variety as of Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's a little yeah. So I guess that we can do that. So it's official. So Hilltop Variety will be offering some of our meals, uh, you know, Mennonite meat pies, some of the baking, uh, bread, you know, that we have and and whatnot. So that's really neat. Um, and of course, you know, we just brought in Nickel City cheese. So we so so with the whole wholesaling, the Nickel City cheese is a part of our portfolio that we're working with along with a ton of other stuff. 
uh, such as vegan product yeah. or plant-based product that is going to be a part of our wholesale that we're going to be able to go see, you know, a lot of different places in Northern Ontario. Um, so while we're, Becky's working the front, I'm kind of working the back as well as a great team. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's a little bit of what we could say. And hopefully. Um, that's pretty well the layers you're going to get layers tonight. tonight. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep following along. And then, you know, as you peel back the layers, it's exciting yeah. to follow you know the rise. I say a meteoric rise because you you you, 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 stay, you know, the little seed is now watered and it just keeps going and branching yeah. off. It's so exciting to see uh, you know what's around the corner for the urban farm. Uh, no, it's been you. fun. We been we really appreciate uh, everyone being so supportive too. So yeah, no, it it really is. So like just circling back to what I was saying at the beginning, you know, uh, we always, why well, we have a ton of respect for people who are chasing whatever their passion is, you know, whether it's a restaurant, the urban farm, you want to, you, you want to be a dancer. Uh, you want to mm -hmm. be a person. You might, if you're chasing the dream, because it's not easy. And, but I, I have the highest respect for people who are passionate and give it a hundred percent. So would you, would you have any advice for someone who's maybe thinking tonight you know what I, I this is my idea and this is what i want to do but i'm a little bit nervous to get it going what, what, what would you say to them i would oh. say um nobody knows your dream but yourself and go for it and and you know what the worst thing that can happen is you're going to fail and you're going to learn and you might have to go back at it and tweak it um you know i always look at different things and for me i think the biggest thing that i've learned and uh, Becky said it at one point. We were, I, I had this big passion of doing this hot dog cart, at our buddy Full Beard. And it was, I couldn't do it. You know, I, I, I talked to other people, miserably failed. It was, I gave it 100%, like probably a thousand percent. Becky said, Steve, stop, just stop. It's not working. And I said, no. And I went on for another month after. And, and I just, I just couldn't get it right. But it doesn't mean somebody else cannot do it. And it doesn't mean, that just because I failed that I didn't learn from it, guess what? Mm -hmm. It wasn't for me. I'm not going to do the restaurant business. I'm going to stick with the farming and whatever else. Um, so, yeah, definitely just go for it. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't work out, big deal. Try something else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely say absolutely don't ever let anyone, you know, tell you that you can't. Because even if you do fall down a couple of times, that's okay. You're going to get back up. Dust mm -hmm. yourself off. And uh, just – Keep going. Just try, try, try your best, and then that way, there you have no regrets. Mm -hmm. That simple, yeah. no regrets, right? Right. You, you, you never want to, you know, say to yourself, you know, let's say 20, 30 years from now, saying, mm -hmm. "I wish I should have taken that step." Right. Uh, as you, you know, as they say, take the leap now, and mm -hmm. you know, again, if you're yeah. going to sink here, you're eventually going to learn how to swim. That's uh, that's mm -hmm. my motto. Still to this day, hey. any decision that is made at the urban farm, <laughs> always circle back. Yeah. Hot diggity dogs. Hot diggity dogs. Hot dog cars. And we always go back. But you know, it's funny, Mark, you just said it. I'm till the day I'm 80, I could say I owned a hot dog cart. There I you go. It. And I'll Why never not? ever say, I wish I owned a hot dog cart. Oh, hey, Mark, the videos we could have done with that hot dog cart, eh? Oh, the videos. Nice. I could get up to our car. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Well, here's yeah. the thing. Maybe the, the hot dog cart didn't, you know, survive. But now with the urban farm, if you do, you know, need some grilling, you, you'd be grilling the urban farm product. And uh, you, you, you can still bring that back. 
you know. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, well farm dog tail or something. <laughs> oh, that cart is long gone. It is long gone. Uh, we, we were happy to see it. Go. You know, I, I don't even think so. We didn't sell the cart. We were so glad to see it leave. We gave it to my sister. <laughs> right? Later. Yeah, that's right. But you know, it, it's really good that you come on and tell us because, yeah, it's it, 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 you know, people can walk in the store and go, wow, a real success. And it is. But it's good to hear the backstory because, yes, yeah. people could be passionate and uh, they'd be chasing their dream and they'll be fulfilled. But it's also good to know that this requires a lot of time, requires a lot of work, a lot of time you're going to be missing from family. The, the, uh, unless you win the lottery and can invest all this, uh, you know, capital into it, you know, it's it's going to take it's going to be time consuming in a fun way if you're passionate about of it. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, and a local business, Kenzie, we, we love seeing local businesses succeed, my friend. We do. And, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of branches from the urban farm, you know, uh, guys, Stephen, Becky, uh, label off where they can find your products for uh, viewers out there tuning in who maybe haven't, you know, ventured into the urban farm yet. Yeah. Come on in, come check us out. Absolutely. We'd yeah. love to have you. And, you know, if ever you need a, a pick-me-up story, I can, I've can. i got lots of it. I'll tell you more when Steve's not around. Yes, yes. <laughs> g g g g me. And I'll tell you all the kinsman secrets when he's not around. Just be this guy here. <laughs> no, it's it's been good. Yeah, awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Know, you. Yes. We love going in there, like I mentioned. I had my lasagna in for 45 minutes, kinsman. Uh, uh, I, I swear the one I had it said an hour and 40 if it was – Right out of the freezer. I didn't have any thaw time. So I think my, mine is correct. Yours is if it's been thawed for a little bit. You told me you put one of the cheese buns in the microwave for five minutes. So how can I trust your your advice here? That's right. Yeah. The cinnamon rolls, you know, the, the Pillsbury Doughboy ones where you get a, you, the easy stick on the, the tray in for 10 minutes. Oh, I can still burn those. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not bad. I, I'm not good with the directive. Very bad. Uh, okay. That's right. Well, but I do, I, I do want to wreck. I, I do want to say this. Oh, yes. uh, every product that comes through and out of the urban farm, you have nice instructions for, for idiots like yeah. myself who can cook. Yeah, and I'm going to say you guys have already prepared the dinners. Uh, I, I just reheat it. And for anybody who's ready to eat meals, all the instructions are there. Even I can get it right. <laughs> there you go. Well, we're doing something right. I That's right. <laughs> Like it keep, keeps me coming back. And again, my, my boys, not not fans of eating all their food, but when we uh, eat the urban farm lasagna, my boys, you know, they, they don't leave anything but the sauce at the bottom of the bowl. And, uh, you know, the boy. It's just amazing. And again, it's it's the, you know, the the, the, the fresh, you know, the, the fresh local farmers, the, the Mennonites, everybody putting their love and passion into their food. And you can taste it. And it really does uh, taste a difference through uh, the urban you farm product. It. You got well, it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate you having us on. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very much. And, of course, we'll be talking soon, like always. You got her. All right. Bye nice. now. Take care, guys. We'll be in there uh, tomorrow. <laughs> All right. I need I need to stock up there. Uh, uh, amazing, too, uh, duo. Yeah, they are very farm. I don't think you should be giving out cooking skills, but yes, you're right about them being amazing. And listen, they, they had a dream, and they went for it. A couple bumps in the road, but... Uh, they went for it, my friend there. So right. really, you scrape uh, your knee, you get up, put the Band-Aid on, and you keep going. All right. So let's the, – the second theme of tonight is we really wanted to focus on is the Santa Claus Parade. Yes. So 
first of all, let's talk about the event itself. Okay. Uh, close to 50 floats, 15,000 participants. 15,000 people. It's 15, amazing seeing the people who came out and, uh, you know, yeah. supported the parade. And I'm telling you right now, like, because it must have been because of the weather, there was just a trace of snow on the ground. Downtown Timmins looked like the scene from a Hallmark movie last night. It looked awesome. It, it looked oh, great. Really? Uh, I forget where the I, I forget the, the the comment. I know the comment. I forget what he was. Uh, uh, they were stating stating that uh, our parade put theirs to shame. So uh, you know, yeah. kudos to uh, everybody in the downtown Timmins BIA. Uh, everything looked great. You know, the street decorations, the snowflakes. Uh, it everything was perfect last night. Yeah um people were complaining about any music well we'll get to the music in a second um but i'm telling you that was it so the parade itself was fantastic uh it looked amazing it was well organized if you've never been uh had a float in the parade before they give you a number they tell you when to get there uh it, it's it, they give driver instructions it's, it, it's, it's extremely well done they had a ton of volunteers so it, it's just like totally amazing. Now, this is where we owe the thank yous to. So we wanted to be in the parade, right? Yeah. But you and I don't really have the skill sets of decorating. We didn't have a trailer and uh, we didn't have anything to decorate with. So we made a call out on the show asking for help. Because your idea, really, we were going to go down to the dollar store and draw Christmas trees on Bristol board. And tape them to the and side hang them to the side of our bikes or something. We had no no transportation. We're like, uh, should we just walk? Like we've got the space. We need to fill the space either with a trailer or we're going to be walking, juggling, doing something. But uh, yeah, many many thanks to uh, you know first of all uh, Noel Belair who uh, loaned us his trailer for uh, last night's affair, and then uh, it was uh, Mary and Dave Laneville. The Laneville yeah. saw the trailer and said, "You need decorations for that float." And if you saw all the candy decorations, uh, the candy canes, the the big suckers, uh, you know, the, the big Werther's originals, everybody was yeah. fighting over that Hershey kiss on the front of our trailer. That was yeah. all Mary and Dave. Amazing. Yes. Amazing work from them. Yes, yes, yes. So, so first, Noel lent us a trailer so that, that you know, we, we, we needed something, right? We, we couldn't. Yeah. We knew we weren't going to tape things to a Chevy Cruze and a Nissan. So Noel came through big time. He let us get the trailer early. Um Tremendous. And then, and then Mary and Dave, you have to see the decorations they made. Like it's just they get big lollipops and Hershey kisses and suckers. And uh, oh, my God. What's the green thing, Kinsman? Is that like a, uh, it was a gumdrop gumdrop? Yes. So just tremendously talented people no. who not only made us the decorations, dropped the decorations off for us. You know, so that's you. Know, th th thank you so much to Mary and Dave. Like super kind, they really saved us, and uh, you know we were so, so they made us look good. Believe it or not, they made us look good. And again, yeah, there's uh, quite the cast behind the scenes. You know, uh, Mary, Dave, uh, Noel. Uh, you know, getting us getting a, the foot stamp for the the float and the decorations, and then we had our cast who helped put the decorations on. We had your other half, uh, Terry. Her sister mm -hmm. Rhonda was there. Uh, her parents, uh, Lillian, uh, her mom, uh, Jay, was driving. Her dad, and uh, of course, we had our little minions. Uh, you know, Caden, my my little guy, with uh, Ethan, his uh, older brother. You had uh, your your little guy, Aiden. Yeah. So Terry, 
Yeah. So, so Terry spent the whole day yesterday putting the float together. Yeah, she and did. Her, her parents had come over. So her, her dad drove the float. And then um, we, we did part of it in Porcupine. Then we drove it to uh, our spot for the parade, spot number 23. And then they, they did the rest. Uh, so they, they really knew where to put it and how to put it up. And uh, her dad set up all the sound systems. So we did have music on our floats. Yeah. Uh, they got us all set up. The, 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 the one thing I did was pour the candies into the bag. I'll take credit for that. <laughs> and and, and you gave them away a little well, too quick here. Well, but that's, yeah, hold on. That's a, that's a tough gig. Handing well, yeah. out candy at the parade is a tough gig. <laughs> but we, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And we'll get to that. But I really want to thank the people who did that to, to yeah. put it together. Now, once everything's together, sort of comes mine and your time to do some work, right? And you and I decided that you're saying it's handing out the candy. Now, I didn't know what to expect because my son, Aiden, and Terry were holding the banner, Kins and Clomp Live banner, and then our job to hand out the candy. I didn't realize there was going to be 15,000 people down there, and almost every single one wanted a candy. Everybody, so just... want, everybody had their hands out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you gave them a broken candy cane, this person gets a candy cane. No candy cane for the next mitt. You're diving back to make sure that that empty mitt oh, yeah. is a candy cane. Again, you need about 15,000, 20,000 candies uh, to, to, to muster a parade. I, I think we learned uh, this year that we're going to get more candies for next well, year. And I'm... More candy help. It's not that I'm very social. So I stopped to take pictures with three people. And then someone had a question about the show last week and I stopped there. And so I was like, and and, you know, people just wanted to chat. I'm chatting and all of a sudden five minutes in, I'm four floats behind. Four floats behind. At one point I was two and a half floats behind. And again, yeah, you're, you're trying to, you know, mix and mingle, you know, throwing uh, candies. It would have been so much easier. I know they, they, they said no throwing of the candies. I remember the parades, Back in Ajax, watching the Ajax Santa Claus Parade, you know, they used to whip the the candies. Uh, they had firefighters with candies in their helmets, just throwing yeah. them at us. It was so, so much easier. I, yes. <laughs> right? So I, I got overexcited with the candy, and I would say about a quarter in, I gave yeah. away all my candy. Now, you still had a half a bag. You were being very cheap with the candy. I, I almost lasted down to uh, right around the bend by Osaka yeah. Sushi. My, my candy bag lasted to there. But people are like, hey, my kid never got a candy, so I would circle back. I think you just bowled through, and you, you were handing one out to every 10th kid, breaking hearts. Me, I was <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> trying, uh, trying to accommodate, but again, yeah, it's uh, we, we need about 10 people per side with candy bags. And uh, next year, we, we will learn. This is our first year. Of Kids and Clump Live with uh, a parade floats, and next yeah. year it's uh, going to be bigger, better, and again more candy. We're uh, we're, uh, we're we're going to get to candy cannons. I know we're not allowed to uh, you know fire them at them, so, but what if they had little parachutes and they just land nice and soft in the crowd? Would that work? <laughs> we would have to find someone to help us out with that. So we didn't need any candies. Uh, no, I, I didn't have time. We didn't. Oh, there was there no right time now. to eat them. Uh, the Christmas tree from City Hall. No, <laughs> we actually had people uh, provide that to us. Um, but uh, yes, and oh, you know what the cool thing? So then we finally caught up, and we did a Facebook Live, which was a lot of fun. And, and we sort of we we handed we did hand out the rest of the candy. There was a hundred dollars worth in candy we handed out. Yeah. And then the cool thing is, once the parade's over, you know, we, we hopped in the float and we drove back to the where our parking was by the library. 
I yeah. thought that was awesome. <laughs> I don't know. You? Lots of fun going through the city and again seeing all the other floats. I think my my little guys, that was their uh, that was the the fun part of uh, the parade as well. They were all uh, excited that we were in the back of a wagon and uh, you know my my little guys, it's it's amazing. Here here I think there are 90% of their school classmates were in that uh, in amongst the parade route. Uh, that's all you hear. Ethan, Caden, uh, they Aiden had uh, people people knowing the the kids on the float. It was well, amazing. Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that because Aiden's like you know he's 12, and he's like I, you know I dad it's kind of not cool if I'm standing people are gonna stare. I don't know. I'll just stay home and play my Xbox. People so are gonna they, know it's me. <laughs> I, I did have to convince him a bit. Yeah. Right. So he wasn't overly impressed to go, but he sort of went. But then after the event, I heard him come on the phone, talk to his older brother, said, hey, you should have came. It was actually pretty cool. So it was pretty good. He, he yeah. was having a good time. And I think uh, Joanne's comment was uh, the the thrilling one was our our group photo. And yeah. uh, they, they, they could have got a, I think they caught Aiden in mid smile. <laughs> well, you know, at that point, he's saying, I don't know. But he did have he did have a, a, a real good time. Um, the, the, the disadvantage is you don't get to see the other floats, really. Uh, no, I no, you, you don't get to see them all as uh, as a voyeur of the parade. I, I kind of wish that we, you know, you, you want to be in the parade, but yes, it would have been nice to see every single float go by. And again, you know, kudos to everybody. Uh, floats were amazing. I know the Timmins Tuners, uh, you know, their, their float was uh, just a couple floats down from us on the other side of the street in the staging area, their, uh, their creativity was amazing. Yeah, so, and uh, the, the Hydro One float behind us, the guy was, uh, you know, hanging up on the pole. That, that was very creative. Kind yeah, so a lot of creative things. Yeah. You, but it was awesome to be part of it. And we just want to say thank you very much for everyone that uh, helped us put that together. Uh, it wouldn't have been anything without everyone who helped out. <laughs> oh, and then we do... Uh, yeah, I guess we could say this. Like we do, so we have these awesome decorations. Back yeah. to Mary and Dave. We've already talked to Mary about what we plan on doing, right? Yes, yes, we've okay, uh, okay. we've already okay. decided that. Uh, are we yeah. going to say what we're doing with them? Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna drop them off to TDH and yeah. one of the wards uh, they can use to decorate uh, their wards and spruce them up for Christmas. So we're gonna drop yeah. them off and make a make a, a bit of uh, you know a beeline there when we yeah. can establish a, a connection and uh, we'll uh, we'll drop them off. Yeah, especially for the children's ward. So and, and we'll have to tell Mary and Dave got to go into the business because we got so many questions. Can I have the decorations? A bunch of questions came there. Like people, especially the BIA. It. The BIA said those would look great in the Tweed and Hickory. You know the <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Christmas storefront. Well, I think what <laughs> they should. Yeah, they should just maybe call a nice Mary side business for uh, for Mary and Dave. Yeah, right? yeah. I think they, they could make a million doing that. Yeah, someone came by. You mind if I? You mind if I just take take the sucker home? I'm like, oh well, no. <laughs> No, right? no, no soccer. That's a, that's a lot of time and a lot of time and effort. And again, yeah, if, if they ever wanted to open up a, you know, a side shop of, you know, you know, amazing decorations from Mary and Dave, I think they'd have, uh, they'd have everybody shopping there. Talking about Santa, the Salvation Army is looking for volunteers for the kettle campaign. They have not received one call. A very nice lady named Tina is the one to call. I'll get more info if anyone is interested helping out. Yeah, very cool, Jenica. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I do see the Salvation Army folks around uh, this time of the year. So, yeah, yeah. The kettles are always out. And uh, yeah, it's sad that no one's called. So maybe someone will pick up the phone and give them a phone call. 
Yeah, look, so Mary doesn't want to go into the side business. I don't blame her. Probably enjoying her life, but we a lot of people wanted these uh, decorations. So, yeah, uh, yeah, so many. The, the Hershey's Kiss. There was a fight. Uh, Noel said uh, when we dropped the trailer off, he goes, "Hey, you, you forgot the candy tax that Hershey's Kiss. I want it back over there." Yeah, of course, <laughs> kidding. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Noel again. You no know. strippers. Mark Mark asked the BIA about the strippers, and they said maybe next year. <laughs> they, they couldn't be out because of COVID restrictions only. Yeah, COVID restrictions, and it was about, what, minus one, yeah. minus two around parade time. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. little, little was, chilly in the knickers there. <laughs> chilly in the knickers, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so it was an amazing night, and uh, we just wanted to thank everyone, and, and, and it was a tremendous event. So we made it through Kinsman, and we can't wait for next year. Um, oh, yes. Here's a couple things we wanted to talk before we go. Yes. Uh, we've added some things to the merch page, a little bit of a, uh, a, a different logo, a different look. And we do have them in red. People say, where is this red? It's always sold out. We Reds and greens red. are on there. Yeah. And a Christmas shirt. So that's on the merch page and some different things uh, we have a, a, an iPhone case for all yeah. different sizes of iPhones um we have we have like a bean not a beanie but a toque with the pom-pom and uh yeah so go, go check out the merch page we got a whole bunch of different things there so my whole family wants this for for christmas so they're so just getting same with mine i was just uh, talking to uh, a couple of my nephews today they said mm -hmm. hey uh, we want some of those kids and clomp uh swag so uh, i'm making my list checking it twice and uh, i'll be mailing a, a lot of our merch uh, down south there but uh, it's great to see you know someone said you know nice to see some rebranding yes as we uh, approach our one year anniversary can you believe that we're going to be one year old on the december 2nd show that's right pal isn't that exciting <laughs> yes yeah, exciting we're actually going to do we're we, gonna... we, we've almost survived one year we, we don't want to you know uh jinx anything as they say don't put the the cart ahead of the horse but uh, we're almost there my man <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, so yes. So, so we're going to do something awesome yeah. that night. We decided to that will be our next trivia night. And it's yeah. all going to be about stuff about the show. So and we're going to have a whole ton of prizes to give away. And uh, Kinsman has a cake coming, I think. I don't know what you're up. To. Yeah, that, there's a, a cake uh, provided by guess who? Uh, Radical Gardens, Brianna Humphreys. So I'm excited to see what they're uh, they're going to craft for us for uh, our big one year. The problem is, if uh, everyone um, what your bromance yeah everyone's gonna our, want a piece of romance, cake that's right everyone's gonna want a piece of cake so you have to deliver it to everyone's house <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know how big the cake will be but uh we'll uh we'll definitely uh bring it to that de december 2nd show and again uh whatever uh brianna Humphreys uh puts together yeah you, you know the cake is gonna be uh magical it's gonna be awesome yeah, so that that will be our next trivia night. We're announced that, and uh, we yeah. have a ton of surprises. It's gonna be trivia about the show, so it, it it will be a lot of fun. Speaking of Brianna Humphreys, Radical Gardens, uh, they're provincial award winners. You're telling me? Yes, Tourism Industry Association of Ontario awards were yeah. handed out, and guess what? Brianna Humphreys and Radical Gardens picked up the provincial sustainability award mm -hmm. during COVID. They're, they they are the 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 most and uh, the most successful restaurant and business 
in the entire province of Ontario who has been able to sustain themselves, uh, you know, in uh, COVID times. So again, uh, thumbs up, Brianna Humphreys, uh, always winning the provincial awards. And there's another one. I think they need to being uh, they need to uh, create more shelf space at Radical Gardens. Always win on the awards. Amazing. Yeah, they are awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's where our cake's coming from. That's uh, right. Looking forward to the 80s party. Yes, this coming Saturday, 80s night at the Surge. Uh, it's it's going to be all decked out in 80s retro. We're going to have a bunch of prizes. The DJ spinning all 80s tunes. We're going to give you a chance to request some music and uh, get dressed up in an 80s costume. I already know what I'm being. I'm going to keep it as a surprise, but I'm looking forward to this Saturday night at the Surge, pal. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And again, we'll have uh, more challenges and uh, we'll uh, we'll just have a good old time. Again, 80s. Old time. When, you, when you think of the 80s, it, uh, you know, it's hard to believe, uh, you know, the 80s music, right? It, it still resonates. You, you play an 80s tune today. It's one of those songs where you'll drive around the block if it's in the, you know, if, you, if your favorite song comes on from the 80s, you'll, you'll, you'll make that extra lap before that song ends. That's it. Oh. Or if you have Spotify, you can just play it when you get in the house. Or you can just play it in the house with Spotify. <laughs> right. Sherry wants a Sherry wants a piece of cake, by the way. So the list is starting. <laughs> <laughs> and Mar- Mar- Marielle says she's looking forward to our one year show. Yes, uh, so are we. Yeah, and, really uh, Sherry says congratulations to Radical Gardens. Yes, congratulations, Brianna. Always uh, picking up the the loot. And is it this Saturday, the 80s? G's already, LOL. Uh, Janice, yes, it is, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. It came fast. They found it figures we just ended Halloween. Right? Uh, yeah. It, uh, time, time flies when you're having fun. But again, uh, $10 per ticket. If you haven't picked them up yet, go see Kim Donovan and her staff at the Surge. That's where they are. And uh, buy them. I know uh, I know Barry. We just saw Barry post. He's looking forward to the 80s. Best yeah, decade for music. Yeah. He's got a table of eight going to uh the 80s party so we're looking forward to seeing oh yeah that party. yeah that, that's gonna be a lot of fun we have uh julia uh 2021 special olympics ontario athlete of the year how awesome is that yeah julia Romaldi. and yeah. uh not only did she uh, pick up uh, the award for best special olympian in the province of ontario she's also landed uh look for her on a disney movie called spin They've, oh, uh, they've added really? her as a, a bit part. And again, and it, it doesn't matter if it's a bit part, a big part. Uh, she's a part of a Disney production. Again, spin. Congratulations, Julia Romaldi, uh, yeah. one of our uh, best local figure skaters. And it's great to see that she's picking up all these accolades. So much yeah. fun, too. Love, uh, we love Julia. She did great at uh, the Special Olympics just uh, this year. Yeah, congratulations. That is Thank awesome, you. my friend. Uh Hundred and second, hundred and second birthday. Can, yeah, Pearl, how long Charles, are you live Chalmers. For? How long Pearl are you gonna live Chalmers. for? Hmm? I give you fifty six. <laughs> That's what you're giving me. Yeah, hundred and two is uh, quite the feat. Again, Pearl over at uh, Spruce Hill Lodge. So uh, we're uh, we're giving Pearl a happy one hundred and second birthday. That was uh, quick. Uh, I'm going to get you to do the math here. What was 102 years ago was what year? Uh, that would be 19. Oh, no. <laughs> well, 100 years ago is 1921 minus two is 1919. Yeah, there you go. 1919. Could you, can you imagine the conversations with Pearl at uh, Spruce Hill Lodge? Uh, any workers from uh, Spruce Hill? 
I, I bet you Pearl is so much fun to talk to. Just, just imagine the stuff she's been through in 102 years. That is amazing. Awesome. So happy yeah. birthday, Pearl, from all of us at Kins and Clomp Live. Yeah, no kidding. 102. Do you, you're going to make it to 102, Kinsman? I, I, I hope I do. I don't know what Pearl's drinking, but uh, I want some. <laughs> yeah that's right. right right what is pearl doing you well, know you what know you're... what Here, here's something when, when our cake comes in for our year anniversary of this show i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna we're gonna set aside a slice of cake we're gonna deliver pearl uh, a piece of our cake you're gonna have a lot of deliveries okay pal but, you, you like, think i will yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have to, i'm gonna have to order a few more cakes there i'm from, gonna be uh, like radical gardens I'll be like the taxi uh, dispatcher. I've always wanted to do that job. Hey, Kinsman, another pickup on Pine North. <laughs> hey, Kinsman, swing by Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> the cake, the, the slices get smaller and smaller as I go because I'm giving right. away the, the first few stops. You're giving away right. all the pie, and you're like, okay, I got to taste things out. I, I was taking – that'd be your approach to uh, the candies there at the parade. That, that's right. That, that I'll get yeah. a complaint. Hello? Kinsman took a bite and licked the icing before he dropped it off. I'll be like, all right, Kinsman, go by. Give him a new piece. You licked the icing again. <laughs> but I can't tell you. I, I know uh, one of the options was uh, chocolate for the cake, and it will be a chocolate Kinsman Clop live cake. So I'm kind of kind of curious to see what uh, what design she'll, uh, she'll uh, whip up for us. It'll be fun. Call Spruce Hill first, my friend. We'll call first. That's what Joanne says. Yeah, we're not just going to storm in, but uh, we'll <laughs> definitely, uh, you know, if, if Pearl Chalmers is uh, in for some chocolate cake, we're uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna deliver a slice, right? <laughs> Barry lo <laughs> loves the uh, sound. Now we love Barry too. There. Yeah, yeah, Joe. I think that means Joanne. Yes, let's get Joanne out to the '80s night. Yeah, Joanne, come on out, have some fun, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good old time. Yeah. Oh my God! All right, Kinsman. I th I think we said and did it all, right? We we, we did it all. Yes, <laughs> it's uh, it's been a great show, and uh, you know, again, a uh, big thanks to all our sponsors. We can't do it without any of these sponsors. Mm -hmm. You know, the Urban Farm, Stephen Becky, uh, the Surge, Kim Donovan and her staff, Lucian Transportation, Pat and Penny. Uh, you know, B Sharp Sound Solutions. We mm -hmm. can't do the '80s night uh, without uh, you know Jesse from B Sharp Sound Solutions. And again, yeah, he's awesome. to, yeah, Pads Canine Protection and Detection Services from Martin Peel, Midnight Express from Luke Shalafu, the Cooperators. Uh, you know, Sebastian Vermette and his team, Link North and Pitch, which uh, we're getting set for our launch. That's uh, coming up on Thursday. Thursday show, we get to launch and find out who's going to be the winning entrepreneur or the, uh, the, I always get that wrong, the recipient for the pitch 2021. By the way, the entrepreneur is going to be on the show Tuesday, if you didn't know that. Yes, they are. Yes, they mm -hmm. are. We're going right, to talk to, uh, to, to both of them. It's going to be great. All right. So if you cook a lasagna for an hour and 40 minutes, I got to ask you that, this question. What's that? How long do you boil a hot dog for? I don't know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes. <laughs> you don't boil a hot dog for 20. <laughs> do, I, do I even boil hot dogs? I don't know. Maybe Dude. I even zap it in the microwave for a minute. Uh, he will deliver your cake to Porcupine, even though I live here. <laughs> be, be my like my next door neighbor. Kinsman, uh, get in that knee. You had 20 minutes. <laughs> You <laughs> 20 you minutes can't. for a hot dog. I don't know. What, okay. what, what happens with a hot dog in 20 minutes if you're boiling? It explodes. It? Okay. So does it evaporate uh, into nothing? You get hot, right. dog, hot dog water. That's it. Before I let you go, then, how long 
do you cook toast for? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever the timer's set at. Three, <laughs> two, two, three minutes? <laughs> couple, couple minutes. Good night, pal. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.